What's going on, guys? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Serendipity Podcast. Man, having a great time. Want to talk to him about what we're going to discuss today, Oak? Yes, sir. Be where your feet are. Mm. The choices of character development, the importance of principles, and the strength of humility. Yes, Lord. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Serendipity with Inky Johnson across all podcast platforms as well as YouTube. We greatly appreciate the support. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Peace. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Serendipity Podcast. I'm Ink. I'm Oak. I hope you guys are doing great, man. We thank you for your support. You know, it's been unbelievable. But, Oak, we're going to get right into it, man. I got a quote card. Okay, you know, let's get it. Let's get it. That I want your insight, your thoughts, your advice, and your wisdom on. It reads, when life is sweet, say thank you and celebrate. And when life is bitter, say thank you and grow. Talk to me. Um, <laughs> first thing I think about is Job. Mm. Right? Yep. I I believe in, you know, probably the past 10 years of my life, me and Job became cousins, brothers, yeah. twins, you know, when you on top of the world and then when you're not on top of the world and being able to uh, sustain the same character, the same perspective, the same Mm -hmm. gratitude, you know. Of course, that wanes, it comes and goes as the story of Job goes. But when when it's not going good, right, you're saying thank you for the opportunity to grow. Right. Right. When life, you know, punches you in the face or, you know, things happen. Life happens, right? Absolutely. The catch is, is it, it, it everything still boils down to the principles. Like you know, we as we say, we talk about um, you know, it's the process, not the product. Mm. The process is gratitude. Right. The process is gratitude. Being thank, being thankful. Right. Absolutely. Um, the product is if it's sweet, okay, it's all good. If it's if the product is you know not advantageous for you, then you look at it. You see how can I, I grow from it? You see how can I learn from it? Mm-hmm. See how I can get better from it? But most importantly, how do I get closer to God from it? Absolutely. That's good. That's good. The beautiful part, you know, for me is it says when life is sweet or when life is bitter, say thank you. Mm-hmm. Like on both ends of the spectrum, say thank you. And I think it reflects one's character, which we're going to dive into today. But the beautiful thing about character, Oak, is... Like, character is not something we, we inherit. Right. right. Right? No matter how great our parents were, no matter how great our family members were, whatever the case may be, character is something that, like, we can't inherit it. Mm-hmm. Character is something we got to wake up every single day. We got to fight and we got to build it in the midst of opposition, challenges, in the midst of good days, in the midst of when it's sweet, in the midst of when it's bitter. So, ain't. Yep. That's why you're able to break generation curses. Right. Because, as you say, no matter how great our the folks that came before us were, mm-hmm. or no matter how um, less than great, or they, you know, succumb to the life circumstances or whatever no that were presented before them, um, you still got the opportunity mm-hmm. based off of your character development yeah, to man. break the curse. Yes, sir. Right. So that's why well my mama was like this, my daddy was like this, mm. it's not an excuse. Because yeah. yeah. you get you know, the old folks used to say, You gotta see God for yourself. Mm. Mm. Right? Yeah. No matter how prayed up your mama was, no matter how prayed up your daddy was, or or no matter how not prayed up they were. Yeah. 
right? You got to see God for yourself, meaning your character development is for you and you only. Yeah. They say you're born looking like your mother and your father. You die looking like your decisions and your it's, choices. Exactly. That's your character, That's right? That's your character. I got you. Right, right. It it, it kind of supersedes your DNA. Mm. That's the, that's another gift that, you know, the creator gave us, that we have the freedom, we have the the autonomy, right, yeah. to choose to be our best selves. No or we choose to be less than our best. No question. I right. got you. So, so Oak, okay, I want to ask you this. How do you... How do you define character, right? If a student came up to you, if a person came up to you and said, oh, talk to me, man, what's character to you? Like, how do you break down character, the essence of it? How far or close you are into manifesting um, what your principles are. Gotcha. Like, what do you believe? Mm-hmm. Okay, we start there, right? I believe that... I should get all A's in, 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 in school. I should I believe I should get A's in this uh English class. Right? right? Your character is do you study? Yeah. Your character is do you do your homework? Mm. Do you write the paper? Do you edit the paper? Yeah. Do you ask somebody else to read the paper? Do you go back and after they edit it, you don't get mad that they erase 15, 20, 30% of what you wrote and like, nah, that's not gonna work. Do you take the correction? Mm-hmm. So the char- your character is how close you are to living what you say you believe in. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right? So that's why you get a chance to develop it. That's why you get a chance to, to for your character to grow. Yeah. You're not stuck in it. I got you. Right? As time goes on, you learn that, you know, I can become coachable. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that um, I can become better at what it is I choose right. that I want to do. Right. I don't ever want to take the autonomy or think that I'm saying take the autonomy and put it and give it to you as my mentor mm-hmm. or give it to you as my teacher or give it to you as my coach. You know, when I'm coaching, you, you said you wanted to be great. Absolutely. You said you wanted to be a champion. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing is holding you accountable to what you said, yes, not to sir. what I said. I love that, man. One of the things I do... Whenever I speak to a sports team, I just ask a real simple question, right? Yeah. I say, man, tell me what the game means to you. Whatever it is, right? Cats stand up and say, a way out, right? Cats stand up and say, love. Cats stand up and say, opportunity. Cats stand up and say, man, sacrifice, right? And then at the end of it, I say, I didn't ask y'all that question for me to hear the answer, right? I'm not playing. I played. I came. I ran my race. I did what I did. I said, I'm asking you that question so when you answer it and you get to a space and place along the journey and the process and your character doesn't reflect what you said, mm-hmm. your teammate can come to you and just hold up the mirror yeah, and say, hey, bro, uh, you said it meant everything to you, right? You said opportunity, right? Not just saying, hey, you said this, you said, no, just be a mirror, right? To what you said so you can see somewhere along the journey does your character and your words and your actions line up is it who you are how you live and what you do is it in alignment mm-hmm. right is your character in alignment and so i love i love what you just said man that's strong i think it's true yeah and going on on the flip side of that and we might about to go down the rabbit hole you can um a person can have um less than stellar character but be an excellent teacher mm. right yeah because 
what you, you know when Ooh, we line I got up too. Keep talking. I got something. When we line up what we say and what we do, mm-hmm. sort of what we believe, right? Yes, we can sir. line that up, or it, or it doesn't line up. Pulling this up. But you can teach because you know what character is. Yes, sir. You may not be invested in having high character, but you can teach high character. Yes, sir. Right now, of course, I'm not, you know, advocating for that to be for us to do that yet, which is why we can have historical figures and we bring up some of their shortcomings and flaws, but they were still excellent teachers, excellent leaders, excellent writers, excellent men and excellent women mm-hmm. and still had their flaws. Right. Right. Their character, they in, in certain places and cases, they were less than their best. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get caught up in that. Yeah. Because when I'm I'm looking at other people and trying to learn from them, right, I'm trying to learn from what they're teaching me. Hmm. Yeah. Because if I look at their character and put them on a pedestal, then in a minute when I realize that, oh, they're human just like I am. Absolutely. Then, I, oh, I'm a, I'm just going to miss the whole lesson. Yeah. Nah. I'm wasting. Nah. What I'm saying is look at what they're teaching. Hmm. That is what's for you. Yeah. How they live their life is for between them and God. Yeah. You're not the judge, the jury, nor the execution. No doubt. No doubt. So I just want to caution us on that as we talk a lot about character. You know, we can leave here today, tomorrow, whatever. And in certain instances, as it gets exposed, our character can be shown to be less than his best. Absolutely. That doesn't take away from what we're teaching. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. It's like when, <laughs> when when a cat is teaching something, right? And a cat come to you and say, nah, but you said this, but you doing this. And a cat might say in a joking manner, do as I say, not, not as, as I do. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And some people are like, yeah. nah, that ain't good character. Yeah. You're right. It's not good character. Right. But that's for him or her. Mm-hmm. The part that's for you is what you're hearing. Yeah. 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 Because what you end up doing is... Yeah. Uh, using that as an out to be less than your best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since you're not perfect, then I'm gonna give myself the leeway to not be perfect. Yeah. Which is why you know it might ruffle little feathers. Why we have to make Jesus perfect. Mm. Talk about that. Talk about that. That we talked on the on the phone that day Man, about listen. that. That syndrome. Go into that real quick. No, nah, for real. I mean, we we give those people that we put on the pedestal. You know. The Jesus in the world, the the Gandhis of the world, you know, whatever the religious leaders of the world, right? We make them um, somebody that we worship, somebody that we admire, rather than making them somebody that we're trying to live and be like, Mm -hmm. right? Because that absolves us of the work Mm -hmm. of pressing our own character, pressing us of our own development. It, It absolves us from being our best self. Yeah. And the work that it takes yeah. and the sacrifice that it takes and the discipline that it takes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, I admire I admire Jesus. I worship Jesus. Jesus was all this, that and the other. Right. Right. But everybody can have compassion. No doubt. Because that's what made Jesus Jesus. No Not Jesus walking on water. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody can say, you know what? Thou who is without sin cast the first stone. Yeah. Right. Everybody can espouse that wisdom. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in, well, Jesus can say it because Jesus was without sin. Right. Nah, Jesus was just offering wisdom. Everybody can do that. Yeah. 
That's good. Because if you're saying and talking and nobody can uh, access it right. and apply it to their lives, right. then what you talking for? What good for? is it? No doubt. What good is it? Yeah. Because oftentimes you write as people, um, it's almost as if when it comes to accountability, responsibility, and just the quest to be better, right? Character is something that is always a constant press mm-hmm. to develop, to grow in several areas and aspects of our lives. And so if you take a cat that didn't grow up with his father and now you become a father, you got children blessed with a beautiful family, right? And you get along the process of fatherhood, whatever the case may be, you're trying to make certain decisions and choices to do it right, mm-hmm. right? You feel as if you make a mistake, whatever the case may be, you get along the journey, cats start talking. Oftentimes a Come cat on. may fall yeah. back on, well, I ain't have my father in the on. first place. Yeah. yeah, I ain't have a father, yeah. right? So how you going to try to hold me? I ain't have a father. It's almost as if a cat is creating a buffer mm-hmm. between them and the individual that they aspire to be. It's yeah. all good. Nobody perfect. We all perfectly imperfect flawed, right? Right. We all flawed. But the constant quest, I think, is extreme power, right? When an individual can say, no, nah, bro, I ain't there yet. Mm-hmm. And be cool with it. I'm trying to get there, but I ain't there yet, right? I didn't see it. Coming up, I didn't see that. I didn't experience that, but I'm trying to be better. I think that's what character is in its rawest, in its purest form. I ain't there yet. It's extreme power. It's like when a cat says, I don't know all the answers, right? I ain't got to be right all the time. It's extreme power in that as opposed to a cat trying to answer everything, trying to have every answer. It's extreme power and character in the quest to become better in several aspects of life. And and so when you say that right there what comes to mind is one of the principles like mm-hmm. i personally live by you know we we got the advice i'm gonna be full disclosure we got the advice <laughs> we got to stay up on these mics so we, yeah we keep the sound nice and clean yes sir um full disclosure you know i i live by five principles mm-hmm. right and my character fluctuates right. to how close i get to manifesting those principles Mm -hmm. but my belief system is in these five principles right Right. and one of those five principles is humility yeah and that's what you were just talking about Mm -hmm. right when you can say i'm not there yet like humility is one's ability to uh correct oneself Mm -hmm. correct others and to seek and receive correction without malice or attitude yeah that's good right so when somebody's trying to hold you accountable, you can say, well, I didn't, um, I didn't have a father, mm-hmm. right? So what you're saying is you're not, you're not in a place to receive the correction. Yeah. Because we don't, we're not, I don't care if you had a father or not. I'm just right. talking about the correction right here of what you could have done differently. Right. Right. That's the, that's the elementary level of, of humility. Mm-hmm. You know, the middle school level is, hey, Inky, how was my character right there? How, how did that come off when I was speaking? You you heard me speaking to this sister right here. You know, what was my tone like? Mm-hmm. Meaning I'm seeking the correction. Right. Right? The the, the ability to uh, correct oneself, correct others. And then when I see you mm-hmm. and you out of order, most people are like, man, that ain't my business. Right. Let me get out. You know, I'm not going to step in. But if I'm stepping in in principle and I'm stepping in with love. Yes, sir then it is my business. Because mm-hmm. if I consider you a brother, yep. if I consider you part of my community, the, the, the 
upholding this community is for me to hold you just like I would hold myself accountable. Absolutely. Right? So just like I got to correct myself, I got to correct you. Mm-hmm. And then to seek it, to seek correction right. is the place. Well, that's that's next to the place. When we seek correction, hey, was I out of order the way I cussed him out today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you out of order for cussing yeah. him out. No doubt. Right? Then now, without malice or attitude, okay, I hear you. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, let me go back and correct that. Mm-hmm. Or we may say, what? Well, he shouldn't have did what he, he did. He shouldn't yeah. have said what he said. Yeah. Charlie did this, that, and the and third. He's out of pocket. He right. He got yeah, out of that. pocket. So now those three levels of humility, one of them I missed. Mm. That's what we mean by character. Your character is how hard are you pressing to manifest the fullness of your principles? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Doc. That's good. So, and, and the thing is, it gets... It gets real tricky because if I know you're going to have attitude when I come correct you, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be like, man, I don't even, he ain't going to listen anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you had teammates like that. Yeah. They'd be like, you'd be like, hey, man, why, why you don't hold the defense line accountable? You know, the D-line the D uh, leader. Yeah. Why you don't hold the D-line accountable, man? Them, them cats ain't listening. Yeah. They ain't going to listen to what I got to say. Yeah. Right? No, humility. That's, that's, a, that's a lack of humility mm. because you're not willing to – speak the truth you're not willing to hold them accountable based off of how they're going to respond mm. but then the people who are responding the other d linemen are walking outside of humility too yeah because they're going to receive it with malice and attitude yeah. they're going to receive the correction with malice that's and attitude so you got two folks the leader and the one who is being led walking outside of principle yeah and nothing can come of that yeah nothing fruitful can come of that yeah no, that's good, man. Humility is um, humility is one of the most powerful things um, on the face of this planet. And the reason I say that is because, you know, when, when a cat starts dealing with and toiling with humility, you know, when it comes to character, oftentimes people think humility is just, you know, diminishing yourself. Right. That's what that's what cats say all the time. Yeah, That's that false humility yeah. BS. You're diminishing yourself. Right. But humility is such a powerful thing because, like, I when I think humility, one of the things I think and automatically comes to mind is a level of composure that's incredible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because of not only are you aware of the situation, you're aware of what can come of the situation, mm-hmm. and you're aware of how you can possibly respond to a situation. And so when it comes to humility, oftentimes you show respect, compassion, and a genuine spirit toward individual situation and circumstances because you know who you are. Yeah. But also you know what can manifest if you don't respond and don't handle it in the right manner. And yes, so sir. you can show respect to an individual. I always think about it in terms of this, right? When you see a cat, and I'm going to put it in fighting terms, when you see a cat that you know can get busy and deal with a cat that's out of pocket, disrespectful, saying certain things to him, and they give him a pass, yeah. Right? Just out of respect. Like, I ain't on that type of time today. Like, go ahead, do your thing. Mm-hmm. And some cats that might be watching, he's scared. Yeah. My man's scared. Look at him. He's, he ain't going to do nothing. My man a coward. Right? Not even realizing what my man is capable of, but also not even realizing the level of growth and the character that this individual has to have and the level of composure for him to say, 
ain't on that type of time today, young blood. Yeah. I'm you gonna give it. you a pass. I got a wife, I got children to live for. I ain't in that space and place mm-hmm. no more. I'm trying to grow as a father. I'm trying to grow as a man, as a brother, as a friend. Character and humility, right? I think about it in terms of that when it comes to composure. And and it's it's where my head goes is humility is just how well you're plugged into your source. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you lose it, or when you um, think somebody's trying you. Yeah. When you're not trying to seek correction, or when you're not trying to receive correction, right? right? You you kind of unplugged from your source. For me, source being the universe, source being God, okay. source being the ancestors. Right. I'm saying your source because you know we're trying to make sure whoever's hearing this that, that is applicable to. Whomever, right. but for me, that's my source. Right. Right. So when I get upset, mm-hmm. when I get mad about something, um, that's me slowly but surely disconnecting from my source. Because when I'm connected to my source, it's peace. Mm. Yes, sir. Right. I just had a situation at at work where you know some things just weren't going the way in which I I I don't think was healthy. For, for us and for the kids and the kids' safety. Mm. And, you know, I shot off an email. Yeah. Now, anybody that knows me know that if I shoot off an email, that's just like me just cussing. Because <laughs> I done sat, took the time to, to, to send an email, which is I'd rather text or come yeah. talk to you face-to-face before I send an email. No doubt. But that's how moved, that's how removed I was from from my source, like mm. that's how upset I was. Yeah. Now I've gotten to a place in my age to where, you know, when when I'm upset, it can be accepted. Mm. Earlier, when I'm upset, you finna get a good cussing. Yeah, yeah. Or may get some no, hands that. laid on you. <laughs> <laughs> that was my immaturity. Yeah, right. No so in, in my mature stage, I send an email. Yeah. But if you can equate the email. To a cussing, to a ass whipping. Yeah, they were all the same to me. Because <laughs> I'm not sitting. I'm, you know, I'm not going to send. If I send yeah. an email, you might well take it. I'm just cussing your mm-hmm. ass out. But anyway, the screaming yeah. language, man, screaming language. Yeah. Um, but what I had to understand, what I had to sleep on and pray on and just walk up and down the street on and hit the golf ball on is uh, that was me, almost kind of unplugging. Yeah, that's not who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not my piece. Yeah. My piece is, okay, cool, we'll work it out. We'll, you know, eventually we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. So that that just something recently, like yeah. in the past forty eight hours. No doubt. Where it it, it was uh it was a, a challenge mm. to to, you know, tap into that humility. Yeah. Right? To correct others. Cause the th- the thing is if it, the 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 um, definition is one's ability to correct oneself and correct others, to seek and receive correction without malice attitude. One's ability to correct others mm-hmm. without malice or attitude. attitude. Yeah. yeah. Once you you know you take out the bits and pieces of it, yeah. can you be cor- can you hold somebody accountable without Don't malice, malice or attitude? attitude? It's tough. Woo, that's tough. So that there's a proverb that um. It's tough. That tell me what you think about it. it says uh, raise the quality of your words, not your voice. Voice, yeah. I heard that. Right. Yeah. So it, it's it's you know 
and that's that's what the the email kind of <laughs> allows you to do. You sitting there typing it up, voice loud, whatever, whatever, right? But you have to. It makes you at least it makes you think about what you're saying, and you get somebody to proofread it, and whoa, whoa, like yeah. are these words of or are, are, are quality? Yeah, right. So yeah, that's is it is it saying like also improving the level of communication in terms of our approach instead of raising to say our words, right? So raise the quality of your yeah, raise the quality of your words. Oh, raise the quality of your words. Not your voice. Right, not your voice. And so when I think about it, is it raising our level of communication and not our voice in terms of oftentimes if something happens or transpires we want to raise our voice and we feel as if it's valid. Mm-hmm. And so changing the level of communication and our approach. Like I had to do something, man, to where like, like when I get mad, I'm mad. Right? Oftentimes because I try so many times not to be. Mm-hmm. Let's say if I'm out, cat do something out of pocket. I'm going to try to just remove myself from the environment, bro. I'm, but he can't follow you. I'm going to go on about my no, business. No, man. no, no, yeah, no. I'm going to no, go on, on about my business. No, but he man. keep following you. I'm gone. Right? You might even follow me. I'm, man, bless you, man. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Right? No, man, no. Yeah. About that third time, <laughs> we finna tear all this up. Everything. We finna right. go ahead and... and um, what I had to learn to do sometimes in terms of just for me and my development that helped me and my character was, man, give it a minute, Ink. Don't even respond right then, right? You better than that. Cat said something in King Richard, the movie, mm-hmm. right? I was watching King Richard, the movie oh, man. about, Oof. you know, Ooh, yeah, woo. man, the, the Williams sisters and their father. And it was a scene in the movie to where King Richard was trying to do things a certain way with Venus and Serena, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to protect them a certain way. He saw something happen on the television with one of the young tennis stars, right? She got locked up, got found in a hotel Caparati. with drugs or whatever. Yep. And he was like, man, I'm going to take the girls to Disney World today and miss practice. And so the cat at the facility showed up to the door like, man, you missed another session. Like, I'm tired of these games you playing, man. Like, what you doing? Mm-hmm. These girls got to practice. Like, we done brought y'all all the way from Cali the Florida, like, what you doing, right? And Richard talking to him and telling him, like, man, I ain't trying to burn my daughters out. I'm trying to let them do their thing. And so my man mad. So when my man was walking off, he started saying certain things to him. Like, all right, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. And that house you stand in, that's a big, nice house. Richard was like, stop. You better than that. Don't say that. <laughs> you better than that, right? Yeah. And oftentimes, even with me like, when I get into a situation, like, when I pause, when I give it a minute, when I sleep and think about it and get up the next morning, that's my way of saying to myself with correction, you better than that. Don't say that. Don't do that. Don't respond that. You better than that. Pause. Now, is it the easiest thing in the world? No. No, sir. Right? Yet. But the constant quest to try to become better, to fulfill it, and turn into that individual, I'm up for it. Yeah. What you just described is a manifestation of the term locate your ego. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's when when we say locate your ego, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Right? 
in that moment when somebody said, you better than that. Oh, where's my ego right now? Oh, you know what? I am better than that. I am better than that. Yeah. I am better than that. I am better than that. And I'm sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let me shift my perspective. Yeah. That's that's a full manifestation. I'm so glad you said it that way because, you know, when, when, when we start talking and saying these little slogans or whatnot, it may seem esoteric, right. but that brought it home. Right. That's lo- that's what locate your ego means. Yeah. 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 When somebody can say. My favorite, my favorite quote, Oak, is King's quote when it says, The true test of your character is not where you stand in times of comfort and convenience. The true test of your character is where you stand in times of challenge and controversy. Yep. Man, that's so real, right? And mm-hmm. you'll read it and it's a quote, but it's true, right? Not where you mm-hmm. stand in times of comfort and convenience. Mm-hmm. Everybody all good when it's all good. Everybody character flawless when it's all good. Yep. But in challenge and controversy, where are you? Where are you? It's like my grandma used to say, um, a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts, mm-hmm. right? In the midst of challenge and controversy, that's your true character. Yeah. That's who you are, right? right? In this moment. In this moment, right. Because bringing it full circle, you know, in terms of this character development, everything is in this moment Mm -hmm. because character can be developed. Yeah. Right? So in this this moment when you meet adversity, how do you respond? Boom, okay? You you respond in such a way that may not be advantageous, may not be healthy for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Then the next moment, next week, you you come against another adverse situation. How do you respond? A little different. Right. Your character growing. Yeah. Or a little different in a more healthy way. Right. You become frustrated, mad, and oh man, you know, folks keep trying me, and your response may be heightened on the negative side. Mm-hmm. So now your character is decreasing. Right. Right. The beauty of it is you have the power. You have the autonomy. You have the self-efficacy of your character. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God, for that gift. Just like the gift of uh, free will. Thank you for the gift of character development. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, my um, my character, man, has grown exponentially when I became a father and a husband. Fatherhood has grown my character in ways that I never imagined, right? When I mm-hmm. had children and I had to start looking at situations in different ways and I read a quote one day and it challenged me and convicted me in a way that I hadn't been challenged and convicted in a long time. It said, if you want to grow in your character, like if you really want to grow in your character, ask your children what hurts them mm. in terms of your word and your actions and listen and don't respond. Ask your spouse what hurts them in terms of your words and your actions and sit there and listen and don't respond. Take the insight, take the advice, take the words and then go and apply it to your life. Right. And I tried it. And bro, when I tell you conviction, when I tell you like, Conviction on a level that I hadn't been convicted on before, mm-hmm. but I was up for the press and the quest to become better, and I'm still up for the press and the quest to become better, and it's developed my character in such a way to where it's not only impacted me as a father and a husband, it's impacted me in every aspect of my life, yeah. just because I went on the journey to become better, right? 
And so my character is growing in several aspects of my life as a result of that. It presses a person's compassion and it presses their empathy. Mm-hmm. That exercise. Yeah. Like me saying, what hurts you? Right. right. And and the willingness to hear it and not respond mm-hmm. presses your humility yeah. because you feel like, hey, I, but there's a reason why I said this. There's a reason why I do this. Mm-hmm. And the reason is in our heart for the greater good of you. Right. Yeah. So it goes into this question be- between do I preface, 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 that's the word, I guess, honor mm-hmm. or love? Right. Because I'm saying, I lo- because I love you, I'm telling you to do this. Right. Or my definition of love, my definition of truth, right? My truth, my love. Or honor. Honor is how do you need to receive it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm saying something that hurts you, even though it's coming from a place of love, then I need to readjust. I need to refocus or readjust it mm-hmm. so that you can receive it so that such that it doesn't hurt you. Because if I'm giving you love and it is hurting you, right. then somewhere there's love is not in the equation. Absolutely. Because oftentimes, even when we use the word love, do I love you or do I love the version of you that suits me? Exactly. That's what is happening. Right? The because version often, that suits me. Oftentimes we love a person, the version of that person that suits and benefits us. Yes. Yes. So it's not really unconditional love. It's <laughs> I love you, the version of you that suits me. Mm-hmm. Right? Unconditional and rawest form of love, agape love, I love you. Right. Who you are, who what you're comes not. with you, who you're not, I love you. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's and so it's it's the the to me it's like um I I think I wrote it down um it's almost like the question becomes do you do you prefer doing what's right mm-hmm. by a person or doing what is honoring a person? Mm. Talk about it. Well, for me, we 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 were discussing it like. When I say doing what's right by a person mm-hmm. is my perception. Right. Is my perspective. I'm doing right by you based off of whom? Right. Me. Right. My experiences. Like, uh, you know, if I go and, um, you know, do something nice for a person. Or no, not nice. Do something for a person. I think is nice. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe I go and open the door. Well, somebody else may be like, I can open my own door. Why are you opening the door for me? Mm-hmm. Meaning I'm robbing them of the autonomy and the and the feeling of the the sense of self-worth that they get from themselves by being able to open the door for themselves. Right. Right? Then the, but it's the exact same situation. I don't open the door. Mm. You're not you're not gonna be a gentleman? Mm-hmm. You didn't open the door? Yeah. Oh, I open it. Which means it can be the exact same situation. In terms of actions or non-actions, right? Mm-hmm. Whether I open the door or not is irrelevant. Right. What is it that you need? Yeah. Yeah. So that's honor. Mm-hmm. Right? What I, my conviction, my conviction is I was taught by my granddad, you know what I'm saying? You open the door for a woman. <laughs> yeah. Cool. 
But if this woman don't want the door open, am I going back and forth with her about opening the door? Mm. No. I want what you want. Yeah. And I, and then not in a condescending type way. I want what you want for real, for real. I'm trying to learn you in such a way that I can offer you what it is that you need, what it is that you want, what it is that you desire. That's my way of trying to honor you. And if I'm out of order in that, please tell me and I shift it in. No doubt. Meaning I'm not going to. And it's hard, though. And, and Lord knows <laughs> yeah, I yeah. used to be a whole nother type cat, man. <laughs> yeah. Because I was dead set on what I thought was right. Mm. What I thought you should do to to how you treat people right. Yeah. No, treating people right is is a a, a variable. Yeah. Treating people right is is definitely not a a, a coefficient. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because treating this person right is di- means I have these actions, these words with them. Treating this person right is another way. Absolutely. Because I can tell you, there's some. Some cats, you know, just from coaching and teaching mm-hmm. or or teaching at the all-girls school yeah. and teaching, you know, mixed gender at the all-girls school. Let me, I got to dim these lights. I got to put on some soft music when I give them some work. Oh, they get it in. Yeah. Relax and calm. I do that for some boys. They all on sleep. <laughs> Every last one on sleep. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I got to turn these lights yeah, on. Yeah. I got to turn the music up. Rap. Boop, yeah. boop, 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 boop. Yeah. I'm sorry for beating on the table. I'm sorry, y'all. My bad. Yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, it's really honoring people mm-hmm. is the press. Yeah. It's easy to love folks mm-hmm. the way in which, you know, the version of them that you want. That's easy because yeah. you in your own head. Right? The hard part is empathy. The hard part is compassion. The hard part is getting outside of how you see the world mm-hmm. and trying to get into how they see the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, growth. Let's go, for sure, brother. Oh, man, let's get into it, man, with this rapid fire. I got a word for you, Oak. Change. Inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, the most brilliant thing that uh, a person can do mm-hmm. is be open to it. Yes, sir. Right? Yep. Being open, like, you know, the proverb says, you never step in the same place of a river twice because mm. it's always flowing. Yeah. So you think you're stepping in the same place, but that water's different. That water gone. Yeah. Right? So life changes. sun going to keep rising and setting. Right? That's good. So you want to get into the rhythm of the universe. Mm. And the rhythm of the universe is going to change because December is, is coming up, right? Right. Or we in December whenever this airs, <laughs> which means we change it from fall to winter. Right. And then the seasons know exactly when to change, as Stephen Wonder said and as, um, from winter to spring. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the you know, that's the rhythm of life. Right. So to not be in in into change, then you get outside of the rhythm of life, which means in a minute you gotta wither and die. Mm. Mm. I got you. What you think about the importance of perspective. I think it's extremely important. Um, perspective affects and impact how you see the world, how you see people, how you see circumstances, but also it affects and impact how you do things. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I always say, perspective drives performance. How we view what we do affects and impact how we do what we do. Right? And so when it comes to perspective, 
You can have a cause, you can have a mission, you can have a purpose, you can have goals, dreams, and aspirations, and you can have all the resources in the world. Mm -hmm. But the incorrect perspective, and a cat that has no resources with the right perspective will annihilate you, right? Because they're driven by the perspective of what they're doing and how they're doing it. You can have all the resources in the world with the wrong perspective and not make hay, not make no ground on a mission and the purpose of what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. You can have an incredible and beautiful perspective, right? We talk about training optimism. That's interconnected to perspective, right? The ability to do something and have the right perspective about it is extremely powerful, right? The ability to find yourself in the midst of uncertainty, fear, change, and have the right perspective is extremely powerful. And so you can have all the resources, all the money in the world with the wrong perspective and a cat with no money, no resources that's trying to gain it can work you under the table mm-hmm. just because they have the right perspective about what they're doing every single day. Yes. Yeah. And so my last word for you, man, is um, fear. <laughs> Your thoughts about fear. <laughs> I laugh because uh, my cousin and I talked about, she said, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel net. <laughs> I don't feel net. Right. And and I guess the 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 term fear has a lot of different not a lot of different, but a couple of different um connotations, right? Right. Where say I fear no man but God. Mm-hmm. See when I see and I hear fear, right, I hear and interpret that as respect. Gotcha. Meaning, boom, antennas come up. Fear. I don't fear or I fear a rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. What I'm really saying is I respect the power of rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. I fear love. Yeah. Right? Because it's, you know, because I respect this power. Mm. Yeah. I respect when, it, so fear to me is respect. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, if I say, it's just like how the old folks would interchange the word uh, help and hope. My granddad, you know, I go out and um, help him load the wood stack the wood or bring the wood on the on the porch for the wooden heater, you know, keep yeah. the house warm. And after I finish, you know, we finished, he said, you hope me out a lot. Mm. Right? So they would interchange the word help and hope. Mm. Right? So yeah. for me, I interchange the word fear, right, yeah. with respect. Yeah. That's good. So I fear that. That means that I respect it. It has my attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't fear... If I'm, you know, in my in my, in my day, in my knees, all right, whatever, I don't fear playing a five-year-old in one-on-one. <laughs> I don't even respect it. Like, you know, yeah. you're not, there's no possible way you will beat me. Right, no doubt. Back in my days when my yeah, knees was all right. Back in the heyday. But, it, oh, that five-year-old got a shot today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got a better 50-50 shot. I can't run around with him. But I'm sad. So, but, you know, I don't, I don't fear that five-year-old. No question. Right? On the basketball court in a one-on-one situation, yeah. Meaning, I don't respect the fact that they could beat me, right? Right. So when I say fear, yeah, I have a healthy respect for you. So for me, that's not what fear means, not in a negative sense, because because I'm not a negative person. I don't take fear to be, uh, oh, I'm scared of you, right? Scared and fear are two different things to me, mm. right? I ain't scared of nothing. Yeah. I fear heights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down, right. man. I got you. I got you. So um, yeah. the last one for me, brother, is uh, 
Talk to me about sacrifice. Sacrifice. Yes, sir. Sacrifice is powerful, man. I think um, like um, all of us encounter sacrifice personally, Mm -hmm. right? Sacrificing who we are for who we can become, right? There's always a version of us that we're striving to become. And things have to be sacrificed along the way in order to become that person. But also along the way in the journey of life, you have to sacrifice for people, right? Whether that be compromising in a marriage, whether it be sacrificing certain things so your children can be in a better situation, whether it be sacrificing certain things so you can accomplish goals, dreams, and aspirations. And so sacrifice is is layered, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very layered, right? On a personal level, but also it's layered, you know, in the grand scheme in terms of when you start dealing with other people, when you start dealing with, you know, teams in terms of business, when you start dealing with just goals, dreams, and aspirations in terms of life. And so I think all of us encounter it on that personal level when we sacrifice who we are for who we can become. Yes, sir. But it's powerful, man. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. Yes, sir. And so, man, we're going to take us on up out of here, man. We greatly appreciate the support, the ear, the time. You know, be sure to subscribe, be sure to comment, and be sure to like the content, man. We greatly appreciate it. Oh, take us out, man. Um, I just want to leave you with, man, just understand one man and man, I'm sorry, um, that your best is more than enough. Yes, sir. Wake up and go to sleep understanding that your best is more than enough. Mm-hmm. Peace. Peace. Peace.